definitely be persistent. Make sure you get their attention. At the same time, be listening to the feedback that they're giving you and incorporating it into the pitch. Just keep moving forward. The advice of one of our advisors that sticks with us is like always moving forward. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today in the Raising Cannabis Capital Series, an old friend is back in the studio with us. Ken Ramirez, the CEO of Alt36. Ken, welcome back to the MJ Bulls Podcast. Thank you. It's uh, good to be back. Well, this is a really exciting time, and I, for one, am looking forward, so looking forward to this interview because you're our first big success story. If, if, for those of you that may not have heard, Ken was on our show back in, I think it was October, Ken. I, I can't remember. It was been a while. And you were just in the beginning of the process of raising capital and laying it out for all of our listeners. And well, fast forward, that finally put that to bed. It's so so cool. But before we jump into that, for people that haven't heard the, the show, don't know anything about All36, quickly, tell everybody what All36 does. Yeah, absolutely. All36 is a uh, digital payments and compliance platform for the cannabis industry. So we allow cannabis operators to interact with their customers and their vendors, suppliers, and so forth without having to rely on physical cash. So we provide them a secure and efficient way, all within the compliance policies and regulations of federal and state governments. So you just, And do you still work with the Dash Network? Absolutely. So we're great partners with the Dash Network. We're probably their number one partner. We work very closely with their uh, core engineering team and they're, the blockchain that they built out and the project in its entirety has allowed us to do so many things, including building out the entire ecosystem that utilizes the Dash blockchain as its ledger. You're in Arizona, but you have California dispensaries and Arizona dispensaries already within your network. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep. And, we're, and, we're, and we're branching into Oregon, Washington, and Nevada. <sighs> Jeez, it's just a matter of time. All right. So here's what everyone wants to hear. You went out to the market to raise some capital. Give us the whole story. Start, finish, highs, lows, everything in between. Just how, what's the process? How did it go? Absolutely. So, you know, when we started at the beginning of the project, just like most companies do, we're highly reliant on seed funding, you know, close family, friends, in order to get us to the point to where we could actually prototype out the entire project and get it to a working functioning model for us to kind of continue to build off of. Up until that point, we had raised about 500000 and this was about two years ago. Once we got the concept finalized, we submitted a proposal to the Dash Network. Dash is set up in a way to where it has a budget system. They're able to fund projects that will add value to the network or help increase the number of transactions on the Dash blockchain. We submitted the, the largest proposal that's ever been submitted, and it was approved in the record amount of time. We were granted 496000 to begin building out this platform. We wanted to make the funding based off achieving specific milestones. And so we had about 10 milestones across the entire project over a 10-month period. We successfully executed and hit every single milestone. In fact, coming in a month early on the final milestone. And once we got to the end of the project, we realized that there's a lot of other pieces that need to go into play in order to achieve a long-term sustainable competitive advantage. And so since the first funding that we submitted to the Dash Network, we submitted a series of proposals. So we submitted six to date and have successfully been approved on all six, which brings the total amount of funding thus far from the Dash Network to approximately 2.5 million. Over the last year, we've been basically 
putting in all of the different pieces of compliance and at the same time beginning to raise our series a we initially started raising you know five million for our series a about a year ago and it was absolutely a tedious process it wasn't easy whatsoever in fact being in two areas let's call it cannabis and blockchain or more people confuse it with cryptocurrency it's extremely hard to raise capital it's probably the hardest thing if it wasn't already hard enough to do raise the capital as it is trying to raise capital in two very gray industries while one is still federally illegal and classified as schedule one drug yeah that cancels out any opportunity of say like institutional funding or a lot of vc funding as it stands mm-hmm. and so you know we've we've probably met with about a hundred different investors within the industry both private and vc and for the first six months, we had made some progress and it looked like the firm that we were working with it had, let's call it, not so favorable terms. But we understood that we had to deal with what the industries we were working with. And so we got pretty far into that deal. We've had to kind of really evaluate as business partners, they were going to be the best. We made the decision to keep moving forward and entertaining other options. Over the last six months, while we were entertaining the options for the $5 million, we decided to raise more seed funding in the meantime. We felt that the progress that we were able to make on the platform would uh, justify the increase in valuation. Mm-hmm. And so we started working with a gentleman who has significant experience within the industry and was able to help us really refine the pitch, help us really kind of paint the right picture. We worked with him, we worked with you know our, our controller, our advisors very closely on is really making sure that we had our realistic projections. And then the other one was, really painting the right picture. So, you know, working with a consultant, he was able to really help us get all of the information condensed. We have the long form, which is our very detailed investment documentation. And then that's broken down into uh, the shorter 10 page pitch deck. Mm -hmm. But then what was really, really helpful was getting that down to a two page back sheet. Okay. When you're pitching this idea and you think about today's world of information and and think about it in a daily basis of like a VC firm or even just a private investor, right? They're traveling, who knows what country they're in. There's a lot of different circumstances that can go on. Being able to you know, put the pertinent information that screams what you're doing and be able to summarize that real quickly for them so that they can see everything in a snapshot, it really provides them with what they need to really get excited about looking deeper into the pitch deck or the long documents, right? Sure, yeah. I would say that was probably the number one thing that helped out. It's not an easy thing to do. Our investment documentation is about 20 pages. Taking that, condensing it down to 10 was hard in itself. Now take you know a 20-page document, try to condense it down into two. Wow. Painting a more clear picture for them, a more comprehensive picture of what's going on, it will really provide them an opportunity to provide very valuable feedback, criticism, right? Without just, hey, I only have this little piece. Oh, you guys, well, what about this? What about this? You cover all of those objections within two pages. And now they're really providing feedback on strategy or they're providing feedback on product development or market expansion and not like stuff they're not familiar with. Right. You haven't covered. So you put all that together. Everything's done. Everything's done. And so we basically went out and we, we've met with the top VC firms in the cannabis industry within cryptocurrency, blockchain. We got a lot of feedback and we got a lot of criticism and we kept refining, critiquing. We finally got to a point where we started receiving term sheets. And that's probably the most satisfying piece. And once you start receiving multiple term sheets, that's what's even better. 
so we, we started working with two different investors. We were working with a VC firm and we were also working with a private equity group. We were initially raising $5 million, And then you know, the private equity group came in and said, listen, we want to be your exclusive funding arm. We want to put in $10 million. We believe that it's going to be the optimal number that you need to really achieve critical mass adoption. And so we want to do $10 million for 25%. Whoa. So, you, so they doubled the amount that you were trying to raise. Exactly. And so <laughs> our perspective, it's very nice to be able to go with private equity because let's call it processes are faster. Uh, there's not so much political red tape. So basically, we came to an agreement with them. We got the term she signed, and now we're able to really start receiving the first tranches of funding. So that way, we can start building out the infrastructure because the amount of demand that we have right now is kind of daunting. So <laughs> I can imagine. That's crazy. So building that foundation, that's the mode we're in right now. We're at about 20 employees, and we're going up to about 35 over the next month and a half. As well, we're basically expanding our market strategy. We're rolling out about another six to eight states on the East Coast and Midwest. So that way, we're able to really kind of cover all the different geographical regions of the country. That is so, I'm so proud of you guys. It's a, it's a tough road to hoe, but you did it. You came out the other side with $10 million. Hey, now it's time to start working. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll just plug this in there. I have all your information on our website for all 36. So if anybody that's listening and wants more information about your company, they can just go to MJ Bull's website. But hey, before I let you go, yep. this is, you're fresh off of this. I know you gave some advice on there, but like one or, one or two you know, key things that you would tell somebody that's just about ready to start this process. Uh, you know, definitely keep going at it. Don't give up. A lot of people, they get discouraged. It's almost kind of like a sales process, right? It takes on average about 12 to 15 contact attempts in, in order to close a deal. So don't be afraid to follow up. Don't be afraid to be aggressive, especially if you if you have a validated problem and you know that you have a validated problem that is backed by research and that you're providing a, a very good solution to that problem. Yeah. Definitely be persistent. Make sure you get their attention. At the same time, be listening to the feedback that they're giving you and incorporating it into the pitch. That's really Don't, good advice. Just keep moving forward. The advice of one of our advisors that sticks with us is like always moving forward. So, <laughs> Fall forward. Keep going. Well, Ken, congratulations. This is really great news. And we now are expecting some big things from you guys. So, we so. will have a number of press releases coming out with some very, very major announcements. Well, so. good. well I expect you back on the show again soon because I know this will not be the last time you're on this show. So keep it going. Keep Absolutely. us posted if anything big happens. And good luck. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name is Kira Reed, and I'd like to invite you to be inspired by the women who are leading in the cannabis industry. Each week, we will discuss empowerment, leadership, and what it means to be a woman in charge in marijuana, hemp, and CBD. As the founder of the Women Empowered in Cannabis community, I have had the great pleasure to get to know many brilliant and talented women who are CEOs, executives, politicians, advocates, and community leaders that are focused on creating a cannabis economy that is just, fair, and equal. We'll learn how these women make decisions, how they navigate a predominantly male industry, and what they're doing 
to level the playing field for women. I hope you'll join us.